What's up, what's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another JDB podcast. So, I'm getting ready to go out of town to do some hiking, man. Some hardcore mountain hiking in snowy conditions. I love hiking in the wintertime. I love it. It's pretty. It's uh, it's really not that cold if you keep moving most of the time. It's when you stop that you get fucked over. So, you try not to stop for too long, but... Anyway, I'm just excited to be doing something different. I've been doing the same thing a lot lately, like day in, day out. You know, workouts are going great. Uh, Diet's going better. Uh, I was kind of eating a lot. I was kind of overeating, but my strength was coming back. I was really psyched because a lot of my injuries are just going away. So, you know, being busted up last fall and, um, you know, before that, constantly just fucking with a tricep tendon it was repaired like over two years ago now at this point, it just gets discouraging. So you just go in the gym and it's like day in and day out. It's the same shit. You're just working through aches and pains. And, you know, it seems like I've worked through so many aches and pains the past year, like more than I've ever worked through my life. Everything from, you know, tendonitis to I felt like there was something behind my right knee going on. It was like, uh, it was clicking. Like when I would do hamstring raises, it would hurt. And I couldn't tell whether it was right behind the knee or it was kind of like the area, like where the top of the calf comes into right behind your knee. So I go back to the drawing board, doing research, trying to diagnose my fucking self, which I've done a lot throughout my life or throughout, you know, lifting. So I narrowed it down to either a torn popliteal muscle there's a small muscle behind your knee called a popliteal muscle i figured it was either a tear in that or a baker's cyst but baker's cysts they commonly happen in runners it's like a thing that you get most commonly from high impact type stuff on the back of the knee there was nothing sticking out of the knee you know when i think cyst i'm thinking something's gonna stick out nothing was sticking out you couldn't see anything it was just really fucking sore and something was going on because there was a clicking. So I went to my chiropractor. I did the ultrasound thing. I tried to do that. You know, that's that's usually my first step of the way when something gets fucked is like, all right, let me get blood flow to the area. Let me get these ultrasound waves in there. Let me break the shit out. Let me try to heal it that way. That didn't really do anything. And anyway, I started back on HGH. Well, I'll be damned. I get back on some HGH at just a couple units a day. Within the first fucking two weeks, that knee pain's gone. That's 100% gone. There's no more clicking. I feel good. I can do all those exercises again at a decent weight. Almost as much weight as I was doing before it kind of got fucked up. And um, I'm like, man, life is good. Life is good. I think if you got some real HGH, some good reputable HGH and no I don't fucking know where to get it and if you write me I'm not going to answer you all right I'm not a fucking drug dealer I'm not a source check just hey you're on your own I provide information and knowledge that's it but if you have some good reputable solid HGH I think it's the best route you can go you could spend all the money on all the fucking peptides whether you're getting anything legit or not that's neither here nor there who knows I could not believe how fast I started healing. I mean, my broken shoulder blade from my accident is the pain is gone. Where whenever I would press before, 
I would feel a pressure there, okay? It was almost like somebody was sticking my shoulder in a vice, that, that, that bone that runs along, or my scapula bone. And it would be like, a, it was fucking painful, you know? So a lot of stuff that was hurting is like gone. So I started eating more. And then my strength just started going through the fucking roof again. And it had been so long since I was able to train heavy that I was just eating it up. I was just eating it up. I was loving every second of it. I really didn't give a shit about like what my abs look like. Although I didn't, um, I didn't get fat, but I wasn't as lean as like I normally am. I'm still not. Sometimes I think it's like I talk about, you have to simplify the process. You have to let certain things go. You almost have to stop being so nitpicky in every area when you're trying to make a gain one way or the other, okay? This goes for fat loss too. When I say gain, I mean an improvement to your look, right? Whether that be size, definition, to me, it's all a gain. So, um, you know, I, I had to, uh, you have to get kind of basic with it. You have to say, hey, you know what? Okay, maybe I don't look as lean as I normally look, but my belt's really not moving. Or maybe my belt loop or my belt notch only moved one notch in the whole scheme of things no one's going to be able to tell that like no one's going to look at you with your newfound size and say oh you know you're getting fat just because your belt moved like one one notch because you're getting you're growing everywhere so you know you relatively have a similar shape or v taper being that you know your upper body is getting bigger hopefully but so many people are so nitpick about every fucking thing that, again, they become their own worst enemy. You know, they want to get big, but at the first sign of any sort of fat gain, uh, they, they just freak the fuck out, and then eventually they probably give up. Most people that are like that, they give up. They're in it, they're out of it. They're in it, they're out of it. Every time they get back in it, they think they just haven't found the secret. Oh, there's a new pre-workout? Oh, I hadn't tried this this compound before? Or I hadn't tried this fad diet. Oh, well, let me try it one more time. Let me get back into it one more time. And those those people never do it. You have to keep your goals and your uh, your workout structure or your nutrition structure basic sometimes. Because really, oftentimes when it's basic, you're going more of 100% in the direction you're trying to go, right? So like if you're trying to gain size and strength, and you're just eating, like, if, if, if you said, hey, you know what, fuck, fuck everything I know, I'm going to eat, and eat, and eat some more, and then when I get fat, at that point, I'll cut back, and you really don't even have to pay attention to everything you're eating, I mean, so, like, my biggest ever, dude, I wasn't eating squeaky fucking clean, I was eating about 80% clean, 20% just for added calories, and that worked. And guess what? I did not have my abs visible during that time frame. But now, I mean, that's the reason that I can have my abs very visible as soon as I drop to like 220 pounds at a height of 5'9". I sacrificed to get there. I did not let my mind fuck with me. I mean, what does it even matter? Like, it's fucking wintertime right now. Like, I'm not going to be walking around outside with my shirt off anyway. Most people don't even walk around their shirt off most of the time anyway. Unless you're like fucking white trash. I mean, so like, what does it matter? Like, you don't think it might not be worth it? 
to sacrifice a little bit for a few months and gain some serious muscle size, gain that kind of size. And when people see you, there's no question that you're not into bodybuilding. You don't get, oh, do you play football? Are you an ultimate fighter? It's like, nah, man, that motherfucker's a bodybuilder. A bodybuilder. But you got to make the sacrifices, you know? Everybody whose mind changes all the time looks fucking average to below average. But yeah, I'm so I'm happy. You know, I started healing and I just, I didn't want to be in a state of, of constant, I don't want to say catabolism because I think it's very hard for me to lose muscle, but just deprivation all the time. That's another negative with trying to be cut all the time is it goes beyond just being hungry. Your body can get in this mode where it is easier to get injured. It is harder to have those workouts where you're like, fuck yeah, that actually felt good. I had a damn good workout. So sometimes when you go by the mirror too much, when your mirror is your only source of, uh, you know, like what you're doing, sometimes it's not good. And I think there's something to be said for the way that we feel when we do this as well. Now, if you're trying to get cut, right, come hell or high water, I'm going to get as shredded as I can get in the next few months, or maybe I'm going to do a competition, then yeah, fuck everything else. The mirror's your best friend. And you have to go the other direction. Maybe this is a little more basic. This is for more for beginners. Simplify the fucking process. Stop confusing yourself. Stop making this shit harder than it needs to be. Now, here's another thing too. All right, I'll, let me just hit on this real quick. I have been working out lately. This is just me now. More days than I'm taking off, okay? Again, working out for me is a stress relief. I almost need it more mentally than I really need it physically. The physical part is kind of the byproduct. I know that might be hard to understand for people that haven't been in this long, but I haven't taken a lot of days off. Now, some days are like what I call active recovery where... I really, really smash one muscle group. I might touch on another muscle group, uh, you know, just to stimulate it, get the blood flow to it. Uh, I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. When you're on gear or you're on HGH or TRT or all the above, you don't need to fucking annihilate each muscle every time you touch it, okay? There's something to be said for just getting a pump and getting the blood flow to the muscle. Yes, I still annihilate muscles, but I don't annihilate that same muscle every time I touch it, if that makes sense. Like what I did yesterday, I touched on triceps. In this form of active recovery, I include in the Shredded Ops program and Let the Blood Spill program. That's one of the basis behind that program is like, what can you do to, to stay on the path to getting like ripped up, but to still pump the muscles like... On a regular, because here's the thing, man. Your body works as a system. It works as a whole unit. As much as I've tried to do splits in the past and tell myself that, you know, it, I didn't want to touch on this muscle today because I worked it the day before, two days before that. I found that when I let a lot of that stuff go and just treat it every day like its own fucking day, like treat every day like you're going to kill it. I got great results. Like that's when my physique started turning around and, and moving forward a lot faster. When I forgot all the fucking rules. Now, I'm not saying there aren't some guidelines you should adhere to. And I'm not saying there's no such thing as overtraining. There most certainly is. And even when you're on steroids, there's such a thing as overtraining. But 
lately, I think people have gone like off the rails with this shit. It's completely 110% over-exaggerated. And we are forgetting the fact that our bodies adapt very well to almost whatever's thrown at them. This is another area where guys are just mind-fucking themselves, man. Is you are so concerned about the rules that you just can't go to the gym and pull the fucking cord and let it rip. You know, and that's the thing you got to get away from. I'm telling you, most of you guys that think like that, that shit is holding you back. It's holding you back. You need to treat every day like there's some asshole with a fucking pistol and he's sticking it to your head and he's like, yo, I don't give a shit if you trained your arms two or three days ago. If you don't train your arms again right now, I'm going to blow your fucking brains out. You think like that, where it's like, Life and death, man. Like, I will get this in today. You would be awfully surprised at how well your body adapts to that shit. Now, obviously, there's varying degrees of how hard or how often you can do that. All right. If you're in a state of deprivation, an extreme state of deprivation, okay, then it's, I found that you actually want to do less as you try to get in better condition, not necessarily more. And also, for a person that is a beginner, um, you really have to listen to your body. You have to learn your body. So it's really simple. Again, back to simplifying the process. Are you getting stronger or are you weaker this day? Why are you weaker? Okay, maybe you are weaker because you've been doing too much. Are you stronger? Well, what did you eat yesterday? Oh, you said you had a bowl of fucking ice cream and some Cheerios? Guess what? A bowl of ice cream and some fucking Cheerios works. All right? As much as everybody is all about the hype of this lifestyle, about, oh, yo, yeah, skinless chicken, rice, BCAs, BCAs, BCAs. If I hear one more fucking thing about some bullshit BCAs, I'm going to choke slam somebody. There has never been a more bullshit supplement, a more bullshit thought process on how to retain your muscle mass than just drinking the fuck out of BCAs, overloading yourself with BCAs. Carrying around your gallon of water full of fucking BCAs all day long. So you just hold on to every little fucking ounce of muscle during a diet process. You dumbass motherfuckers. Never once have I seen somebody where I've been like, oh man, you know what? I mean, he's looking really good. Thank God he has those BCAs. Never mind the HGH and the insulin, the testosterone, the equipoise, and the fucking masteron he's running. I mean, thank God for that $20 jug of BCAs. Fuck that. There's never been a more bullshit fucking overhyped supplement than some branch chain amino fucking acids. And if you don't agree with me, I really don't give a fuck. I have never drank BCAs and looked a damn bit different than when I wasn't drinking them. And they're in your protein powder. And if your diet's good enough, you don't fucking need them. You think people 20 years ago or 30 years ago were overdosing on BCAs and they were cutting up for a competition? No. But see, now we get into these fads, right? Like we, we, we have to be overkill, 100% overkill with everything. Do you know if you bought into every ounce of that shit? If you bought into every angle of what's being overkilled right now, you wouldn't even have room to fucking eat because you'd be drinking so many powders and taking so many pills. It's like, you know, what's left? It's like, I mean, let's think about it here. You got... For the guys who don't like to eat vegetables, you have your little veggie fucking powder mix. You mix with water, which I do have one of those. No, I don't drink it every day. I probably should. 
but lately I've been going towards food. And by the way, those are, uh, they're starting to flavor those now. So the one I got is, uh, it's pineapple flavored. It's pretty damn good. If you don't look at the shit, you know, if you look at it, you think you drink a pond scum. Throw that shit in a shaker cup. It just kind of tastes like a, kind of a pineapple drink. But if you drank that, okay, if you drank your joint formula, okay, I have that too. I have a powdered joint formula. I think it does work when I take it consistently. But guess what? I think human growth hormone works better. <laughs> so I don't take that every day lately. I should. I know I should. And I'm slacking because that shit you need to build up in your body. You need to take it consistently. But if I did that, then I did my protein powder. Then I did my branch chain amino acids. And, and uh, then I did, let's see, let's see here. Um, what else? What else? You know, what's the shit? What's the word? I'm not thinking clearly right now. I had a hell of a workout earlier. Actually, I didn't, but um, it sounded right to tell you guys that. I did cardio, man. I did cardio. I did 30 minutes of cardio, like hard-ass cardio, okay? Took that Stairmaster to a fucking level 10, and, uh, you know, for ten minute, every 10-minute mark I make, then I'll back it off to, like, a, a low level, level 3 or 4. I kind of regroup and then blast it back up. So I, I had to force myself to take a day off weights today, right? Um, but like I said before, I can't tell you the last time that I'd taken like a, a regular scheduled, oh, Monday and, or Sunday and Monday are off and, or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, right? Like everybody wants to be so neat and precise with those workouts. You know, push, pull, legs, push, pull, legs. Monday's push, Wednesday's pull, Friday's legs. Really? Every fucking week? Those are your days off? Like, like, and they act like it's going to kill them to do like two days in a row or fuck seven days in a row followed by two or three days off i just think that as we get more developed and definitely more advanced and more in touch with our own bodies you can't go by that all the time you just can't it's got to be like hey you know how am i feeling right like how the fuck i bet inmates i bet there's a lot of fucking inmates that work out seven days a week every fucking day without fail and I bet you that most of those inmates look better than the assholes with all the BCAs in the world. Getting jacked on that top ramen. Yeah, give me some of that top ramen. I'm going to fuck you in the ass after my set. But uh, was that too much? Sorry about that. I don't know where that came from. But the point to what I'm saying is stop thinking so fucking much. Stop mind fucking yourself so much. All right? If you like to work out, if it frees your mind, if it keeps you from fucking killing somebody, then go work out, all right? If that's part of your regimen and you have nothing else to do during your day like myself, you know, it's kind of hard for me to do other things. It really is. I mean, um, but I'm hiking. I'm hiking all week. Not every day, but you know what? I want to get more than one hike in. Normally, when we go to the mountains, like in the wintertime, we'll do like one big hike. You know, it's, it's all day event, right? I want to do a few of those. I actually want to go down there and do something different than sit around some fucking cabin and stare at a fireplace. And that's nice too, but I have a hard time sitting still. So I've talked about this before, but let me just kind of hit on it again. You know, when I look my best, I look my best and I perform my best when I kind of act like I come from the fucking gutter. I, I act like I don't have all the resources in the world. I don't have all the options in the world as far as eating this meal or this perfect meal or that perfect meal. 
or you know having this protein powder or this type of protein powder this casein for slow digesting protein before bed and, you know when i don't act like that or when i don't like follow a regimen like that when it's just like yo protein got it carbs got that healthy fats you know what maybe i'm a little bit on the broke side and I'm going to just use extra virgin olive oil by the tablespoon here and there. Um, and I, I'm never so broke that I can't get my hands on some fucking fats. I'm just using that as an example, right? Like sometimes how I have to shift my mentality. God damn, if you're so broke that all you can afford is a bottle of olive oil for the week. Man, you need to get a second job before you get your ass in the gym. But yeah, again, that's just an example. So, but when I act like that, that's when I do my best. Like that's when I adhere to shit. Like that's when it's easy. It's easy. And here's another thing too. If you guys are trying to get cut up, if it seems like it's hard to eat certain foods, right? Like you just don't have the taste for chicken. You're sick of fish and this and that. Let me let you in on a little, uh, little something, something. A lot of times it's because you're not actually as physically hungry as you think you are. Isn't that funny? When you're actually fucking really hungry, all of a sudden that stuff doesn't taste so bad. It's kind of like, think of it like dog food. You know, your dog eats the same shit every fucking day. For the most part, unless he's one of my dogs and, you know, I throw him something here and there. It's a little different. But you know why your dog eats the same shit every fucking day other than the fact that he doesn't really have a choice? But he eats it all because he's actually physically fucking hungry. Right? He doesn't look at that bowl of Purina. What's that shit I just bought my dog yesterday? Purina Pro. What is it? Anyway, the Pro Plan. That's it. Why was that so hard? Pro Plan. Purina Pro Plan. It's three fucking peas. How is that hard to remember? You guys get what I'm saying. What I'm saying here is simplify the entire fucking process. If your mind is combobulated with information and bullshit information that doesn't really make that much of a difference one way or another, right? Like sometimes, again, reading too much, having too much information, having too much knowledge without application. That is the downfall of a lot of people right now, especially in 2022 and not just in the gym. That's with everything. It's too much knowledge, no application. Don't read too much. Don't learn too much. Before you actually go out and put that knowledge to use, try it. Just try it. And you'll realize that this really isn't as hard as you're making it out to be. So, um, you know, like one good way to eat is to just limit yourself to a certain amount of calories per meal. I see a lot of people that want to put the macros as number one rather than the overall caloric intake. And I don't think that's a good way to be. I think you can get great results if you focus on a certain caloric intake, whether that's above your maintenance or slightly below your maintenance, try it for a little while, see if it works, and then adjust macros accordingly. You kind of fine tune it as you go. The biggest mistake that I see a lot of people making is they're confusing themselves to the point where they're not even getting started. Just start somewhere, do something. There can, there can come a point where you can forget half the bullshit you learned and just go back to what worked and what's effective and kind of get beyond where you were at. That's what I'm trying to say, man. So like I am going to get into 
a lot more basic, simple approaches. And I want to, I want to hit on some beginner things like, and I understand that like this site and this, this podcast is, it's pretty advanced. I would, I would say it's pretty sophisticated for, for the people that aren't beginners. But I think that the ones that aren't beginners could benefit by hearing it, you know, again, is is a reminder. And the ones that are beginners can listen to it and be like, yo, that's, that's what I need to do to start. Like, that's the fucking truth. Let me at least try it and report back. Not somebody that keeps feeding you a little at a time and a little at a time and a little at a time, leading you to believe that, you know, you just can't do it until you grasp the whole big picture. Because guess what? A lot of those people, they can't grasp the whole big picture. They're the bullshit artists. Anyway, time to go hit another meal. Everybody train hard. Till next time, this is JD. I'm out of here.